All right. Welcome back to another episode of Table Talks, where deeper conversations are something highly sought after but rarely explored. And I have with me, as always, my lovely co-host, Alyssa. Hi, Snow Angels. So how are you this week, my dear? We haven't seen each other in a couple weeks. Uh, we will tell the listeners we took a couple weeks off. I'm a hot mess, but I was in, I got, um, I think you'd be really proud of me, though. I had a green smoothie today because I'm in my luteal phase. Yes, baby. <laughs> So happy. I had some avocado toast with some spinach and an omelet the other day. I am, like, killing the brain food here. Hell yeah. That's what we like to see. Beginning of the year. We're starting off really good. Yeah. As much as I don't like to admit it, I feel like there is some type of reset that does happen at the beginning of the year. But I'm going to stick with it throughout the entire rest of the year. Yeah. Speaking of, did you find your word? I did, finally. I chose freedom for my word this year. Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah. Why freedom? I really want to work on, like, getting free from the monotony, what society, like, expects. Mm. Um, I want a lot of financial freedom this year. Could we'll, use some of that. Yeah, right. <laughs> I think we all could. I think we all could. Um, I want freedom from... Um, what I think people expect of me versus like what I really want for myself. Um, I don't know. There were a few other things that I journaled about, you know, but everything you just said, I was like, <laughs> "Oh, spot on! Oh, yes, kill it!" <laughs> You're definitely your word. I yeah, feel it. yeah. I I don't know. I was doing something, and I just I was writing, and I was just like, I just want freedom. Like I just want to be free from all these expectations that the world, society, we think people have of us that aren't realistic. And I was like, that's it. That's the word. Bitch, that's the word. Journal. Journal about it now. <laughs> so I just kept writing and writing about, like, all the things I want freedom from and how I want to be free and things like that. So I know you and I have some things in the works of how we're going to work on financial freedom. So mm-hmm. we're excited. Um, but, yeah, I think that's a great segue into our topic of the week, uh, personal growth. Mm. Which, it's the beginning of the year. I think we all love a little personal growth in the beginning of the year. We all kind of get, like you, like you said, we all get that, like, reboost of, like, that change the vibe something something changes it does. there's just something about it it just like sparks and you're like all right let's start over let's do this let's like clean the slate and try again yep. get whatever we want to done absolutely but that, that's not to say that you can't start your personal growth or start something on literally any random day like you don't need to start it on monday you don't need to start it at the beginning of the month like no but i'd love to know like what reasoning we all feel that way like what do i need to have like a fake new year six months from now so that i can actually just like clean slate start again let's go same energy we should we definitely should do that we definitely should do that i like that idea i just saved the shit out of my coffee from (laughs) spilling all over me okay good bro yeah we're good (laughs) all right so personal growth, what are we talking about? All right. So first of all, let's define personal growth. Um, so personal growth, uh, this definition comes from the successconsciousness.com. Um, it says various techniques for improving one's habits, behaviors, actions, and reactions. Um, I really like this definition because of that last word, like reactions. I like I think, that choice. Yeah. I think I really worked last year when I was really hardcore meditating and something that kept coming up was my reaction to things and your road rage I was just, <laughs> you took the words right out of my mouth my road rage was always super bad and I always recognized that when I wasn't meditating or even just like when I wasn't taking care of myself enough when I'm taking care of myself I don't have that those sort of road rage moments yeah I remember you working on that because you we were snapping like snapchatting a lot during the pandemic and like 
you would just be like driving and then all of a sudden you'd be like hey what the fuck <laughs> like expletive expletive yeah so so bad so bad so i noticed last year a lot like i was having a lot of reactions to things that i didn't need to be having reactions to and as i have grown more and more in this massive growth section of my life i'm recognizing that i'm having less reactions to things that I used to have a lot of reaction to, whether it was an anger reaction, I would just cry or I'd be overly giddy. I feel like I'm more at like a, a plateau of emotions, which mm. feels good because it's like baseline. So like when I know that I go above or below that, it's like I'm over overreacting too much or I'm like really apathetic and I'm like, ooh, that's not good. Like what's going on, boo? Like check yourself, like check in with yourself, take care of yourself, do something in order to fix that reaction that you're having. Um, so I really like that. Um, but before we jump into like the heart and the meat of the topic, um, I want to go over the five different ways that you can grow. Okay. Um, tell, me, tell me more. So there's mental growth. Mm, so that's number one. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, this is where you are growing mentally, changing, and growing your mindset. Um yeah, there's been a lot throughout the years, I think, for both of us in mental growth. Absolutely. I mean, even just to name a few, I feel like learning anything, like if you take a course or if you're learning more information, whether that's like within your relationship, a class, um, some different department that you're looking for, like there's so many ways to learn more and have that mental growth. Absolutely. You're taking classes, are you not? I am. So I was taking the one that I believe I spoke about last week on the podcast um, is from Vanessa Lau. She's um, a social media coach and I, so I'm in the midst of taking hers and like really recognizing that the things that I was doing and the things that I was so excited about posting aren't really what I actually want to be posting. It's what I thought I was expected to post and what I thought would get me views. That's a hard one to <laughs> gulp down. <laughs> it's a very hard one to gulp down. Um, but I'm not taking any of that stuff that I already pre-made and already have pre-posted. I'm not deleting it. I put a lot of work into it, so I'm going to show it. Um, but going forward, a lot of the things that I will be posting will be much more authentic, and I'm already starting to show pieces of that. And I'm taking another course. Um through Udemy, which is about podcasting. <laughs> so it's like a podcasting one-on-one course and basically just walks you through like the basics of podcasting, how to get ads, how to monetize it and things like that, which I think is kind of the direction that Alyssa and I really want to take this podcast. Oh yeah, 2022, so, make it move. Yeah, so uh, I figured that was a great place to start and it's a free course, so I will share it with you so you can also learn. Um, we love free courses. Um, I'm going to be on my Instagram actually showing off some ways to take free courses, where to get free courses, how to get free courses. At jocelynstacia.co. She got it right, bitch. <laughs> um, I think, like Alyssa said, her and I have really been doing an immense amount of growth. Like this last two years, three years, I feel like even three for us is really like kind of been a big push. I think the pandemic kind of really pushed us into doing this growth. Yeah. I mean, I think mine tracks a little bit farther back, like into, like I said, the beginning when I was by myself, really trying to just like learn myself as an adult. Like, so like from 18 on, but we definitely, it was a huge increase because we were also, TikTok blew up during the pandemic. Yeah. So, like, I obviously was eating that shit up. Yeah. So and was then I. I, was like, I was like, bro, let me share all this information I got with you because we we're always yeah. exchanging ideas. And then, so, like, our mindsets changed on a lot 
lot of things. Like, mm-hmm. we gain more information, talk about it, and, like, I think, yeah, we've had a lot of mindset changes. A lot of mindset changes, like, and that's why I think the the definition of it saying, like, the reaction, that really, that last word really solidified that definition for me, and it was, like, the Webster definition didn't, first of all, Webster didn't have a definition for personal growth, hmm. so I was, like, okay, I have to, like, they had one for personal, and they had one for growth, but, like, it wasn't, like, they were together, and I feel like that definition is very different than, like, personal and growth separately, yeah. and trying to mash a word together, like, a, a definition together, so I really liked when I found the definition and the ending being in your reactions, and I was, like, oh, wow, yeah, I've definitely had a lot of changes in the way that I react to certain situations. And, like, reactions and also the way that you're thinking. Like, I wrote down opening yourself up to options and opinions. So, like, just being open to hearing somebody else's thought process or, like, their opinion on something. And then you don't have to agree or disagree or anything, but you just have to, like, take that information in and, like, make a decision for yourself. And that can change your mindset. Yep, I definitely agree. Um, so a a second thing, um, for personal growth would be social growth. Mm, Um, that's another big one. Yeah. And again, I think you and I have been immensely, sadly, (laughs) working on this one. Um, but this is your communication skills, um, which I think we can all approve upon. I don't care if you are someone who gets on stage and can do a 45 minute keynote speech. Um, I think you could probably still improve your communication regardless. Um, I think there is no outgrowing um communication or i think you can constantly grow your communication because the communication changes depending on the person too oh absolutely i think it changes person to person Mm -hmm. and that you never stop learning and like i know we always talk about me being an introvert and you being an extrovert but that doesn't change our communication Mm -mm. just because i don't like to go out and do things or talk as much doesn't mean that i shouldn't be focusing on my communication skills as would you yeah of course and I think you wrote some things here, boundaries and balance. I think we've talked about this again and again. Alyssa and I definitely had some really hard boundary problems oh that God. we've been working on. Yeah, I mean, we we spent, like I said, again, the pandemic going and we'd go grocery shopping together, we'd mask up, we'll sit in the car for hours and we'd just talk. And grab and breakfast. Like, yeah, and that would just, like, spark a lot of conversation. And I do remember... I think it was like a TikTok or an article that I had read and I was like I like had an epiphany one day and I texted you and I was like am I like overloading on you like <laughs> can you please tell me if I if like because I'm just like oh my god here like here let me vent and I'm talking about all this stuff and it was like really heavy stuff and then I like didn't even ask you if you were like okay and with that and I think that video is what sparked you and I to bring in the do you need me like, what do you need from me? Do you need me to give you advice? Do you need me to just listen? Or do you need me to give you a solution? Like, what do you want? Yeah. I think that video really sparked the fact of, like, also asking, hey, uh, do you have room or do you have space, like, mental space for this today? Capacity. Yeah, do you have capacity for what I, like, I need to load X, unload X, Y, and Z. Do you have capacity for that? And I think that's why Snapchat became such a great thing for the two of us because we could give that warning, that first warning snap, hey, I'm about to unload. I apologize, but thank you for listening. And then we could just unload. Yeah. And we also stopped apologizing for venting and getting that stuff out. That's why we said thanks for listening. Yeah. (laughs) It's not like, oh my God, I'm sorry for burdening you and going through all that. But we because you and I were always like, stop saying sorry. Like, I don't want you to say sorry for unloading. Like, 
I am your friend. Like, that is what I am here for. Yeah, I would rather you just say thank you for listening than to... Throw back to episode five. Yeah. <laughs> Stop apologizing. Yeah. I think we all can still consistently work on that. I know I still apologize sometimes. Me too. I'm working on my my friend, my new friend. <laughs> I was like, you need to stop apologizing, girl. Like, you apologize way too much. We're working on it. I think, I think we all do because I, I think we've kind of been conditioned by society that people don't want to hear about other people's problems. And like, that's not true. Like, yeah, like you're a burden somehow for yeah. like letting that stuff out. But I think that's why it works so well with you because we had a lot of open dialogues. When I explained like my epiphany moment to you, you weren't like, oh yeah, you really uh, unleashed all that stuff and I didn't want to hear it. I didn't have time for yeah. it. Like you were like, oh no, like I think you're doing good, but like maybe we should reevaluate. Like, let's try this out. Yeah. And then we just happened to really enjoy it and liked what we had chosen Absolutely. to do. And it's, I think it's strengthened our relationship as friends because when we don't have those moments of being able to unload, like, I don't have capacity some days, you don't have capacity some days, so when I say, hey, do you have capacity for this, when the other person says no, we don't take any offense to it. Mm-hmm. Or if someone's, like, really short with us when we're trying to explain something or we unload, like, we're not... We're, we're, there's no offense like we're just like okay they don't have capacity like I'll find somebody else <laughs> like, yeah and I think we were also really understanding of like we each have our own lives our own family our other friends that we connect with and stuff like that so like we've always had that but we just improved upon it with the actual communication aspect absolutely but I think that open dialogue is a huge one for social growth like just talking things out I remember we spent a lot of times like analyzing or like um seeing how something went like all you know Josh you did x today like how the other week how did that go yeah like you checking in on me and holding me accountable for my uh meditations like you do that I I I felt like I could lean on you for that and you do usually on Tuesdays when we have our phone calls our little meetings you're always like so first and foremost how's meditation going I'm like bitch we meditate three times this week like (laughs) you know and I think improving that form of communication of being like hey can I rely on you like hey could you hold me accountable I think only has again strengthened our friendship and relationship as a whole absolutely I think the other portion of social growth that we have to talk about is like it doesn't always have to be like communication between each other but like your communication with yourself as well as the outside world and how that interacts like I know as an introverted person to bring that into play like I don't like to go out as often but like improving and still being able to do those things and feeling comfortable going out doing whatever being on my own that's another way to socialize and get that growth absolutely no definitely um I really like that you brought that up because I think that kind of transitioned nicely into that third point which is spiritual growth which I think is always on a very personal level and Mm. what you feel works for you like some people follow God some people are pagan some people are just more about the universe like I think whatever you decide for your spiritual growth should be and only work for you like it can everyone can kind of follow a spiritual growth in one way or another but I think whatever it is that you come across that feels most like home to you I feel like it's kind of like the best way to describe that at least for me personally it's like what kind of feels like home like what feels good I think that's what you should follow for spiritual growth yeah I think spiritual has to work for you and like like you said kind of only you like Everyone will have their own beliefs, and you might have similar beliefs with somebody, but, like, deep down, whatever's making you happy, whatever um, makes you happy to believe yeah, is what you need to follow. Absolutely. Um, I think some things that, you know, examples of, of spiritual growth that we can kind of give is, like, meditation, sitting with your thoughts, 
um, exploring different religions, beliefs, like the simulation, God, um, you know, deities, those sort of things. And this is really like spiritual growth is truly connecting with yourself, like being happy with you and your place in your world. And I think that was a, you added those notes. And I think that's a great thing to say. Like, I think spiritual growth is to only help you be happy with yourself. Absolutely. And I mean, I'm sure we'll touch upon it in a later date episode, but like my spiritual growth started as early as middle school and I learned, we learned all the religions in middle school. And so like it started there, piqued my interest and then I started learning and learning. But like what my beliefs are now are truly to me and only me. Yep. (laughs) And that's why it's, it's like so important because it connects me to you, the world around me and like where my place is for myself in this world. Mm -hmm. The simulation. (laughs) (laughs) Another thing that we can touch upon, which is also kind of something more personal, is that that emotional growth, which is that Ooh, the one. hard stuff, <laughs> the meat, the thick of it. Um, this is where your focus on developing how you react to situations emotionally and show up for yourself when you need to express those emotions. Um, I think this is something that I've really worked on. Again, this goes back to that why I connected so much with the end of that definition, the reaction. Um, I definitely had a lot of hard times in the beginning of 2021. I had a really awful relationship that was so bad for me. And the more that I reflect and the more that I realize things, I'm like, wow, that did a, that relationship did a lot of damage, baby. Like, we got a lot of shit to work you on. You did what you could with the information you knew at the time. Absolutely. And I get myself all that credit, but it's definitely like the moments of now looking back being like, of course, hindsight 2020. We say it all the time, hindsight 2020. I can look back and recognize like, oh, red flag red flag on the play baby (laughs) what were you thinking and now if I were to see that in any of like in any of my relationships today I'd immediately be like okay either you need to fix that like I'll call them out on it or I'll run like okay we're I nope nope this is not something I will settle for yeah I think emotional growth can come from oftentimes maybe like connotated as like a negative like something like a heartbreak end of a relationship um grief death etc like and then that's like hard to overcome overcoming trauma like maybe a childhood trauma that you're trying to heal like all of those things can seem really hard and like maybe a little bit more negative because something is ending but you're also healing those wounds um so that's like that big emotional growth that you're looking for um i think to spin it on its positive would be like I loved your point of showing up 100% authentically you because I think that it can be hard and that does have emotional work behind it because it's nerve-wracking to show you the things that you like the things that you might find embarrassing but you still absolutely love (laughs) I absolutely fucking love manga anime I'm not worried about concealing that like I'm authentically showing up for me and myself absolutely I think that's super important in emotional growth yeah um and I'm going through that battle right now like this is the third time I've changed my social media content strategy for the third time in three months like because I simply am recognizing that the things that I was doing was not authentically me it's what I thought I was expected to do in that in that world and it's like it just doesn't feel good like it feels like too much and it doesn't feel like I'm doing what is authentically myself. And I'm going through that massive imposter syndrome of trying to figure out, am I, am I showing up as myself and how do I do that? And what is me and what is it that I think I'm supposed to show up as? What is the expectation that I think is of myself? And 
battling that. And I think every beginning entrepreneur or every beginning person that starts a business, like you're, you go through this, you go through killing the old you in order to find the new you or create habits that are of the new you. I think it also comes in waves. Like I, like I said, I've, I've accepted a lot of things that I now present as me a hundred percent authentic, but even like starting the podcast, I had my like little bit of self doubt and like the thoughts creep in being like, well, do I actually want to air that out? Oh, that's kind of like dirty laundry. Maybe that's embarrassing. But like at the end of the day, that's a hundred percent me and I need mm-hmm. to learn to show that. So like that kind of came in as a wave. Like I have passed past a point, but like it comes back in every now and then I think you're experiencing the same thing. Absolutely. Um, and I think that, you know, the other thing about showing up hundred percent authentically, you is learning how to create new habits and stick to those habits. That's kind of the positive sides of, you know, emotional growth, you build Mm. new habits and you kill old ones and then you bring back old ones that were good habits that you didn't do, that you don't do anymore. And I think you need to recognize that it's not, emotional growth isn't always a negative either. Yeah. And you need to celebrate those growths that you have. Absolutely. Absolutely. Anytime you feel like, oh, wow, I didn't react to that situation like I used to, or, oh my God, I've been doing this habit for like a year and you don't even recognize it. Like celebrate that little win for yourself in some way or you know, any form, honestly. Absolutely. Um, Yay me! (laughs) Yeah, like, get yourself a cake, bitch. Like, just have a good day, okay? (laughs) The fifth one here for personal growth is, like, physical growth. Um, So this is simply taking care of the vessel that your existence is in. Um, Can we repeat it? (laughs) This is simply taking care of the vessel that your existence is in. And I think that might be our quote for this week's episode. Oh, it totally should. What a a great phrase. I mean, I think physical growth, you think of, like, growing up would be mm-hmm. the main one. Like, you know, your body's changing, you're going through puberty, your voice drops, you grow boobs, whatever. Like, that is a physical growth, but I think we also have to talk about the caring of your body throughout those times. Absolutely. You know, eating the correct foods for you. Like you're doing right now. <laughs> Eat my superfoods. <laughs> yeah. Um, exercising, taking care of you however that is for you absolutely like I just implemented a new habit where I basically like get up and the minute I get out of bed I make the bed and I oh I hated this idea I thought that it was a bullshit idea oh you make your bed it makes you feel better no it's not bullshit like no it does make you feel it does make you feel better guys like I know I I like fought this hard like for years of like I don't need to make my bed to feel good about myself like I can just feel good about myself but it's not about feeling good about myself it's about feeling good about the space that I'm in and recognizing that yeah when things are messy like I feel messy I feel chaotic like I am already chaotic I don't need to add to that by not making my bed or and making your bed doesn't have to be like all of these pretty pillows with all of these pretty things it can be simply just pulling the sheets up over everything Mm -hmm. like you can make it very simple to make it just look the way that feels good to you. Yeah, I mean, even think about things like taking off your makeup at night. Mm-hmm. Like, if you forget to do that, you're not taking care of your skin, which is causing your vessel to, you know, age prematurely, or, like, you're not getting enough water, hydration. So, like, taking that time to take care and take off your makeup before you go to sleep. Or, like, for me, I always, for some reason, fall asleep before I brush my teeth, so I started implementing. Going back to that, I implemented it earlier so that I'm brushing my teeth so I'm taking care of the body that I have. So that it can sustain me throughout my entire life. Yep, absolutely. And like I, my whole new morning routine is I get up, I make the bed, I put on clothes that I'm going to want to work out in, whether that's I get outside and go for a walk, 
I do live in New England, so some of that's kind of cold. Um, we had like a 60 degree day the other week, though, last week or something. So I went out. It was great. I went for a nice 30 minute walk the other day. Um, my spouse and I, we have a grocery store that's literally a 15 minute walk. So what did we do? We decided, okay, we need a few things from the grocery store. We're going to walk to the grocery store and walk home. So it was like 30 minute walk outside for us, which was nice. And, you know, or I go ahead and I do yoga in the morning. I'll do 10, 15 minutes of yoga and then I do about 10, 15 minutes of meditation. That's like my new morning habit. And let me tell you, chef's kiss. It's beautiful. I like feel like the rest of the day I can conquer anything that's thrown at me, even if I'm fucking stressed. I know they say it's like physical, but I think that it's just becoming in tune to listening to your body. Yeah, absolutely. Like what is your body telling you and what can you provide to your body to make it work even more efficiently and for what you need it to do? Absolutely. And I think that uh, especially for females you and I like getting into that flow and like really kind of learning and being in tune with what you need like the other morning I slept until like 9 30 because I just needed it like I woke up at 7 went to the bathroom and I was like I'm so tired and I was like screw it I'm going back to bed like I don't need to get up at 7 and do all of these things oh yeah skipping out on mental health days because you just or you're really sick but you don't want to take the day off of work take that time your body is telling you that you need to take the time to rest because it's becoming ill mm-hmm, like absolutely. simple things like that like i said hydration exercise whatever it looks like for you yep just you know do it and listen to your body yeah yep absolutely um now how you grow in these areas looks a hundred percent different for every single person out there mm-hmm, um agreed. Just a simple example, Alyssa and I learn very differently. Oh, yeah. We learn very differently. I'm like, I need a physical text in front of me because if there's a video, I'm probably paying attention to all the things in the background and not actually listening to what the person's saying. I get super distracted. Um, That's why books for me is like where it's at. If I'm going to learn something, I need to read an article. I need a book. I need something physical, either paper or like just with words. And that's where I found that like, subtitles are great for me because I can focus on the moving pieces I used to hate subtitles if I'm being perfectly honest because I will read the subtitles and not pay attention to a movie but when I want to learn something like a YouTube video or something I put the subtitles on so I can actually like pay attention to what's being said not all the information happening in the background because I'll be like oh that's a nice plant oh they have a peace (laughs) lily look at you go those bitches are dramatic like oh your brain works so differently so bad but, and Alyssa, talk about the way that you learn, because it's very different than the way that I learn. You, I mean, where you're more of books. I do love books, but I like them for getaways mm-hmm. more than knowledge. So, like, my knowledge is usually through experiences. Um, I do love videos. I know I mention TikTok a lot. But, like, just because something is coming from a source that you don't agree with doesn't mean it's not reliable. And you have to learn what to take with, like, you know, a grain of salt or what to actually take as fact. Um, and doing your own research. So that's usually what I do. I'll, oh, that video sparked something. So let me do some more research. Um, and then maybe I will read an article. But I do love videos. I'm a very visual person. Even when I used to do like math and stuff like that, I always had to write it out so that I could follow my own processes. You give me directions. You got to give me, hey, that sign because I'm going to miss the street name. And you're like, you're taking West. And I'm like, where the fuck is West? Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm a very visual person. Tell so. me there's a massive rock on the right corner. And then I'll be like, oh, okay, I got to take a left here. Great. Bye. Like, I'll get it. Like, yeah. Exactly. So, like, I, most of my knowledge is absorbing through, like I said, out in the world, experiences, conversations with people, um, as well as interacting with videos, articles. So it is a little bit, it, 
it definitely is different than yours. Absolutely. Like, I'm definitely along the same lines of, like, experiences and what I read. I like to talk out with people because then sometimes by me talking it out, I figured out how I can apply it to myself. But it doesn't always come just from the reading. Like, I, I like that you said experiences and I didn't think about that. But, yeah, experience is definitely something for me is a good way to learn. So learning, again, is different for everyone. Maybe you're more of a class class person. Like that's why people, that's why there is online classes and in-person classes because some people are like, I am not, like I can't learn when there's a million other people in the room. Or some people are like, I can't learn online. Like I need to see my professor. Like I need to be in person. Even the difference between digital and paper. (laughs) Absolutely. Oh my God. Alyssa and I are are split kind of 50-50 with digital and paper. I'm very digital, but I will pick up paper. But like people at my work, for example, I'm like, oh, you're so you're so paper. Yeah. Isn't it funny that you can pick those things out about certain people? Like just a little tidbit. You're like, "Mm, you love paper. I get it. You need to see it. It's got to be in front of you. You lose track of it. And like it's just however you learn. Oh, accept that and go with it. Like run with it. Don't let anyone tell you that the way you're learning is bad or different. Yeah, no. Because it's normal. It's normal and it's your normal. And that's what's important. Like follow your normal and what works best for you. Follow your joy. (laughs) Throw (laughs) that. But this next section we're going to get into is um, according to John Maxwell, um, who is a big uh, growth coach, uh, personal growth coach. Um, he's got like a million programs that you can go through for business, entrepreneurs, startups, all of that sort of stuff. Um, and he did a video online and he has a book um, about the 15 laws to personal growth. So I'm going to. Yeah. So this is a lot. What we're going to go through is a lot and we're kind of going to go through it quick. Like I'm not going to make this as long and super bulleted and everything. It's going to be a pretty quick, brief overview. Um, but I will put the link in the description for you guys to go and find this video and get deeper into this stuff. All right. So this first law is the law of intentionality. This is intentional personal growth and there's unintentional personal growth. Intentional is making the decision to grow and unintentional is where you are forced to grow or grow without even realizing you have uh, done so until a point of reflection happens. Ooh, children of divorce comes to mind. (laughs) (laughs) That would be unintentional growth. Yeah, absolutely. Um, The second law is law of awareness. Um, This is where you spend time actually trying to find your passions and your purpose. There's a list of questions you can ask yourself to get a better idea of this. Um, I'll put an extensive amount of notes in the show notes section so you guys can actually read this. You're Um, 20. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I definitely can see this. I've become super aware in my 20s of my actions and things that are happening. Yeah, maybe you're just like actually trying to find your passion. (laughs) Currently. (laughs) I was just there. I turned 26, so I got you. Um, Law of the mirror. Um, This is taking steps to build your self-image, the version of you that you want to see yourself as. So it's basically like looking yourself in the mirror and liking the version that you see. I think this is really important. Absolutely. This is 100% authentically you and not a version of you uh, um, from somebody else's eyes. Absolutely. Um, there's the law of reflection. This is where you see the growth, but need some time to reflect on it. Um, I think the other part of this is accepting this growth in the reflection that you see, even when it's not pretty. Ooh. Yeah. This is like the one you want to avoid, but that you like eventually will go back through. You can just like, see you doing a good job, but like, Mm. not ready. (laughs) Yeah. 
Yeah, and I think, too, like, I went through this of, like, I reflect on, like, my whole phase, and I'm like, ooh, that's not a pretty phase, but, like, I had to go through that. So you have that hindsight of 2020 of being able to look and be like, okay, reflection was great, I'm doing what I need to do, but, like, what else do I need to do to continue to grow and and change? Mm -hmm. Uh, Law of consistency. Uh, Without consistency, you won't have anything that you truly want, and this is just facts. Agreed. It's sadly a truth, but it's reality um if you're not consistent with anything that you want you're not going to have it hard facts yeah it's hard and it's a really hard pill to swallow but it's just the reality of life hmm. funny <laughs> uh law of environment i love this one so much um because this one really stuck with me when i also read atomic habits um they talk about your environment and environmental cues um so I literally just wrote that. I just talked about this on my page. Your environment is everything. If you don't have a good environment, how are you expected to grow? You wouldn't put a new baby plant in the back of a closet. No, you would put it on the windowsill with plenty of light and water. We humans are the same way. Mm, I think you can see those in quotes like, you know, the circle of friends that you keep around or like just your actual living environment, work environment. Those all play a factor in how you are progressing in your growth. (laughs) (laughs) My brain was like, boop. No, no. <laughs> um, yeah, so I love this one because I just made the, that comment of like making my bed and like tidying up in the morning. So like I take my clothes off and I just climb in bed. Like I don't put them anywhere in the hamper. They just are along my bed. So in the morning I get up, I make my bed and I clean up and put everything in the hamper. Um, so I tidy up my space a little bit. If I ate something in bed, I bring all the dishes out to the, uh, the kitchen. Um, so again, law of environment. Um, number seven is law of design. So systems, systems, systems. Alyssa and I have finally have a fucking system. Um, Our meetings went from being two to three hours every Tuesday to we can get things done in like 30 minutes and we get to spend the last 30 minutes actually connecting with each other and kind of catching up about our lives, Mm -hmm. um, which is great. But um, this is important that we've created this system because it helps us be more proficient and also enjoy the other half of that session of the hour-long talks that we have because we get to brainstorm in that last 30 minutes rather than just being fully focused on like how we do something so implement those systems I really encourage you that you do so um I know for myself I've just like implemented the fact that I have like a CEO Monday so like I do nothing but all of like kind of the back-end tasks that I need to get done um on Monday like and Monday is all about me like whatever I want to do I don't usually set a schedule for myself it's just kind of like what I am feeling good about and what I feel like I can do. The other day, I took the whole fucking day off because I just fucking needed it. I, like, tried to sit down and I got so overwhelmed. And I was like, I'm going to go watch Encanto. I'm going to go watch Encanto. So I went in my bed, laid down, watched Encanto, watched Cruella, and, like, just chilled out for the day. It's all I needed to do. It's what I needed. I think that goes to productivity again. So, like, if you have something, a design set out that isn't quite working, that you're going to change it and and improve on it, words are hard today you're going to improve upon it so that you can have systems in place designs that are in place that will work for you absolutely and this is the thing about systems and about this law of design is it needs to work for you everyone's system looks different like my system and Alyssa's systems are going to look different like you know I've become more of like a midday worker where Alyssa's more of that like night owl like kind of get things done and like she'll text me at like nine ten o'clock at night and I'm just wrapping up in the office to get out and, and go to bed and I'm like yeah we'll handle that tomorrow because I don't I my brain's maxed out like we work differently and you need to make sure that the systems in place are systems that really work for you 
Yeah, and if you're going to include somebody else like we are doing, it works for both of you. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, I think that's something that's so hard when you're starting a business, especially if you have a partner, is learning how to work with each other. Oh my God. Yeah, that can make or break a project. I think that we've kind of smooth sailed it here because we get along so well. Yeah. But I have seen team projects go up in flames due to the people working together. I mean, I think a perfect example of this is the Call Her Daddy Girls. What Mm. used to be Alexandra Cooper and Sophia Franklin, unfortunately, had a really awful split because they, they, there wasn't communication about how things, tasks and things were being divided. I mean, Alyssa constantly is like, I feel like I'm not doing enough. I want to do more. And I'm like, okay, well, I'll give you tasks. Like, I don't mind like pawning things off. It's less work I got to do. That's great. Like you have the initiative to do something. and I have the initiative to give something up. Like you have to learn to keep the tasks that you want to do and delegate the tasks that you don't want to do that someone else might actually enjoy doing. Mm -hmm. So um, I think that's really important. Law of pain. Um, I thought this one was interesting, but it says, how do you turn your pain into a gain? Um, Now, I do want to preface that not all pain requires a gain. Sometimes pain is just pain and you need to sit with that. But I think that you can have reflection of pain and kind of get some sort of growth out of it. I don't think you have to gain anything, but you can grow from something that may have been painful in the past. I think heartbreak is a perfect example of pain to gain. It's like, it's hard, hard to go through your experiencing heartbreak pain, but that like, as you start to heal and you like reflect on it, that you're like, oh, you know, I did learn something from there and I was able to gain the insight that maybe I was missing. Absolutely. Number nine, a law of the ladder. Pay attention to your potential success, not your actual success. If you focus on your potential, it is likely to work out in your favor. Uh, But I do want to say, celebrate your successes. Mm -hmm. Seriously, celebrate your successes. Don't focus on them. Don't make that the only thing you focus on. But make sure that they are celebrated as wins and that you give yourself the pat on the back that you deserve. Oh, absolutely. We celebrated hardcore at the end of the year. (laughs) Yeah, we did. Um... And we didn't really talk about this much, but we did successfully hit 600 downloads in five months for us, which from a lot of people that I've heard is really big. Um, So we're super excited. And thank you. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Thank you, our listeners. Like, we uh, love doing this. We enjoy coming together every Sunday to record. And like, thank you for supporting us. Yeah, um, we're having a celebratory uh, brunch date on the 30th for each other, so... Gonna be celebrating. Yeah. Gonna be celebrating 700. Oh my god, stop. Ah! <laughs> anyway, number 10. Sorry, that's our little, um, again, celebrating our success. But number 10, a uh, law of the rubber band. Remember that rubber bands are only useful when they are stretched. Basically saying, like, step outside your comfort zone. Mm. Hard to swallow, but needed. Yes. Do what makes you uncomfortable, because I promise that's where you'll see the biggest growth. Number 11, Law of Trade-Offs. A book that I recently read called The One Thing talks a lot about this. Um, If you focus solely on one thing, then there has to be trade-offs that you aren't focusing on, like your exercise, your eating habits, your sleep, keeping up with the house, friends, family, etc. But that doesn't mean they have to fall by the wayside completely. Um, If you're focusing on this one thing, a lot of people, um, tech startup companies, I forget the name of the guy, um, he said that he let go of his eating habits. So what did he do? He hired his best friend who was a really good cook to cook all his meals for him for the week. So she'd come over, she'd make breakfast and then she'd make the rest of the meals and she would go home for the day. So like that was just something simple. And so you can outsource these things. Like you, you can hire a maid if you're so focused on one thing and you can't 
pick up cleaning the house. Mm. I know plenty of people that during the pandemic are like, oh my God, I'm home all the time, but my house is now even messier because my kids are home all the time. I'm home all the time, but I still am not finding time to clean. So people have hired maids. So I think just because the law of trade-offs exists and it is going to happen, it doesn't mean it needs to completely fall by the wayside. You can pick up other things like outsourcing to fill in the holes that you can't fulfill. Balance. Yeah, absolutely. Number 12, law of curiosity. I love this one. Literally love this one. Um, I think this speaks for itself, but be curious about the things that interest you, challenge yourself, and enjoy your life. Absolutely. Repeat that. <laughs> law of curiosity, bro. Yeah. I ask so many questions. I'm always like, what's that? How does that? What's that work? Mm-hmm. Hmm? How do you do that? My spouse will say something and I'm like, wait, what does that mean? What does that do? How do you use that? Because I'm just curious. I'm interested about things that I know nothing about. Yeah. And then you learn something and you can run with it wherever you want to. Absolutely. Um, Law of modeling. Take good notes on books that interest you and write down the points you want to implement and then do it quickly and also find yourself a good mentor. I think I am definitely, that's kind of one of my goals for 2022 is to find myself a good mentor. I have had mentors in the past and they've been okay. But I don't, I feel like there's always holes missing from my mentors, which I think is going to be pretty common because I don't think a mentor is going to fill all of the holes, but they're not mm-hmm. filling the ones that I truly want a mentor to be filling. So um, I think the law of modeling is really good and take no- good notes on books that interest you. It doesn't have to be just books. Take good notes on anything that interests you. Anything. Whether it's a video, whether it's, like Alyssa said, when she finds something on TikTok that interests her, she goes and she does a little bit more research. She reads articles. She reads blogs, things like that. I think that's really important to do. So number 14 is the law of expansion. Think things like what work, not more work, and replace can I with how can I. Uh, Essentially stop thinking one thing and think many things, Um, which I think just goes for pretty much anything. It's that, again, that, like, almost like a law of potential like can you see your potential it's the growth mindset instead of having a fixed mindset so law number 15 is the law of contribution uh be grateful but always put people first um especially in a business model it works great for amazon it works great for a lot of like big big businesses they put people first they put the customer service experience first so a good way to define this is define success as sowing not reaping um so you the work you put in before you see any success essentially yeah I think that works especially in a business model like you said because if you're focusing on your employees your their needs as well as your customer needs you're going to gain so much more than if you're just chasing the monetary absolutely and that's why Alyssa and I I mean you and I took what three weeks off because we mentally needed it like that with the craziness of the holidays Um, We had kind of seen a lot of people and COVID really breaking out with the new variant. We were like, okay, maybe we should take a few weeks off, like give ourselves some space and just be able to enjoy the holiday um, Mm -hmm. and not really be stressed. Um, I think this plays into that. Like Alyssa and I did what we needed to do to take care of ourselves first in order to put the business first, essentially, which has worked out, I think, phenomenally for her and I. Yeah. So those are the 15 laws to personal growth. However... Growth is never linear. <laughs> you will have days and weeks and even months that you may take five steps forward and 10 steps back. But you have to recognize that that is what growth is. You're going to learn something new, which will only open you up to be like, oh, okay, I have to go backwards because I have to fix the things that I was doing that are wrong in order to go forward. Yeah, you're kind of like 
acknowledging and accepting the past to move to your f- towards your future. Absolutely. So, do you have anything else for us on personal growth? Because that pretty much wraps up most of the notes, especially for the that no. Last I think this was a great topic. I really like it. Um, I mean, growth in general, I think, is something that we both strive for. So, I think it's important. And I have never seen it broken down in that way. So I thought the five ways of spiritual, mental, that was, like, perfect. Yeah. And it's something that I think I'll be doing more research on as yeah, well. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I definitely, this whole topic started because I found that 15 Laws of Personal Growth video. And I was like, oh, I want to do a topic on that. But I had only had that in there. And I was like, after rereading my notes, because I took these notes over a month ago, and I realized, like, but that's not all personal growth is. There's like so much more to the personal growth. And I started to do more research and that was where I found those first five. And I was like, this is the meat. Like to me, this is what really matters in personal growth, being able to break it down and focus on one thing in each of those categories in order to grow yourself in ways that fit you and work for your lifestyle. Absolutely. I think it needed to wait. The episode needed to wait for you to have enough curiosity to do that little bit more research. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And then it took it to a whole new level. And I love where this episode is. So let's leave it off. Let's wrap it <laughs> let's up, Let's wrap it up. <laughs> All right. You can follow, rate, like, and subscribe. You can follow us on TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter at tabletalks.podcast. Um, do your own version of growth. Show up. 100% authentically you and have a most beautiful week.